Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? Double deuce. Ah? Ah? You like it? I mean, it's long. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, I, uh, but but for I mean, do you mean do I like it for for like a new thing for you to do? Or do I'm I, saying or it's a, new, I like it's it a new thing. I mean, we're we're we just, I mean, it's thir- it's it, we're we're a 22 minute podcast, and it takes 30 seconds to do. We that. just busted <laughs> the 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 wall of 300 wide open. We slammed through we're, that. We're glass in the era of jock jams now. We are, uh, and I wanted to I wanted to celebrate with a little loud funk noise funk funky loud funk noise so we did and killed a minute of our 22 minute podcast if you want to be that guy i'm just saying who brings that uh, up you know economy of time um that's that's where we're in has has, uh has a lot of bonuses it's a a high economy of time it's a it's admittedly much less razzle dazzle than the jock jams but i guess the question is can you find something in between the two if you're wanting if you're wanting more intensity if you're wanting more hype here's my thing here's Mm -hmm. here's my thing you're wrong and here's why because i think somewhere out there is someone who has downloaded this podcast and they've never heard it before right this is their first one i'll start with i'll start with episode 301 and the first thing they get is some mad jock jams and they're like these people understand me it's true but here's the thing am i ready for this they think it's it's the perfect thing for the first time listener but for the for the weekly listener always listening to the the jock jams intro for a while sooner or later they start just we're fast forward. I, you know, there's only one fan I do this for, and that is my mom. It's true. Yeah, and she does love Jock Jams more than anybody. I bet you she will be the first person to comment on this. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you because she listens to all the episodes. She does. She told me, and she would never lie to me. How are you? I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, I I feel like I call out my mom on this a lot, but it's it's just kind of fun. It's mostly in a teasing way. Did you, did you, speaking of, did you listen to the live episode? I didn't listen to it. No, do you, not do you remember when we were there? Little bits, I feel a few little bits of it. Like do you remember was, when we were doing it? I do remember doing it. Okay, do you remember kind of. when my mom was up there? Yes. And do you remember like when she was like, I wonder where Mike Anderson is? Yeah. Like in front of my dad? Yeah. What an awful woman. I have a lot of problems <laughs> with that. I have a lot of problems with her. I'm gonna need some therapy. I mean, we've got some we've got some topics to hit, but if you want to do a few, you want to do therapy corner for a few minutes. We can no, do, we can do a I therapy just like like uh, you know into a flyby. I think I'm gonna not do the jock jams thing again. I think it got. Here's the thing: I'm not saying about don't do it again. I'm saying don't make it a weekly intro. Yeah, well, a special occasion intro. That's fine. You know what? No, what it would be great for a live show. The next one, which will be, I don't know, in 
<laughs> like February, I yeah, think. Yeah, about, about then. About we, then. We might do, you know, we might do a holiday episode again, depending good. on pandemic situation. Yeah, I was gonna say, good Lord and, willing, uh, and the Lambda don't rise. And also the uh, Con- Conroy's. There was a Conroy's retirement. Bad news about Conroy's corner. Uh, our, the home of our live shows. Uh, the Con- Tom Conroy. He is retiring. It's maybe not bad news if you're Tom Conroy. No, it's nice for him to to be able to to. To hang hang up his spurs before he gets put in the ground by another man's bullet. I like to think he finally made the apex of buffalo chicken tenders, right? He was, like, frying one day, and he pulled it out, and it's crispy and golden, and he's like, you know, I am never going to make a chicken buffalo tender that's going to be tastier than this one that I have just made. They are pretty tasty. And I, therefore, am going to sell my business and become a monk. Mm-hmm. I think Tom Conroy will... I don't know if he's officially becoming a monk, but I would like to recommend that for him. I feel like, uh, you know, bartender to monk, it's not a big switch. No. I mean... There's a lot of similarities, especially depending on the order to which you are monastically linked. It's true, and, and we know he likes to get monasty. Yeah, he does. Yeah, getting monasty. Oh my god, a dirty monk thing called monasty, like that. He like solves crimes and gets freaky, and and with God, like you. No, not God. It has to be an angel. It's uh, one of the archangels who's kind of in disfavor with God. So he's like, you got to team up with this monk and solve crimes. And he's like, why does this monk need help? And he's like, because God's like, this monk is monasty. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's write that down, monasty. We're yeah. going to sell that to Netflix, yeah. and we're going to make a lot of money. I like making money. So Tom Conroy is uh, retiring mm-hmm. August twenty first, I believe, is yeah. the is the final party. I think everyone's invited because it's yeah, like a, a public a, house. A, a week from yesterday, yeah, and they're gonna have some barbecue. Somebody said some barbecue in the parking lot. I'm assuming that'll be in a truck in the parking lot and not just on the ground. And there's gonna be some beers, and everybody's gonna be like. Goodbye, Tom, and we'll have one last chance to do the the swipey thing and an absolutely illegible signature on the square machine that I love there so much. Um, you know, it's going to be a hard times for everyone. My son has won so many stuffies out of that broken down little amusement stuffy machine that they have there. He's won like four stuffies. He calls them his, his, his Conroy stuffins. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Nice. He knows which ones they are, too. Yeah. He has fond memories of that bar, my son. Mm-hmm. That's good parenting. I mean, that's to be fair, it's also like a restaurant and bar. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not like you're taking him to the uh just like rolling around at the replay, although even there he could like if it was during the day, he could be playing some some uh <laughs> some, some yeah, ball. I was gonna say the replay is like the, on the weekends, like even it's, 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 true. it's like all the all the people who were like 19 That's when true. I was 19 are now like 47. It's hit, it's hit another time when, shift. Yeah, and they're all bringing their kids. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I yeah. feel like, the, to be fair, like the replays made only subtle changes. And so I feel like the people who are hard locked in at the replay have never had any occasion to, to stop, to not be. <laughs> so. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It has remained surprisingly untouched by it, it the is passage. Like, it is usually too like a fair... Time. 
Like, uh, some nights, maybe it's still a younger crowd, but you can see just a complete range of ages there, even even at the like the heights, the busiest times. There you go. Do you have memories of the replay that you want to talk to us about? I remember doing writers' meetings in the back there, because the PBR specials used to be legitimately insane. One dollar. <laughs> One dollar when we started drinking there. For I, I swear to Christ, they were at 75 cents when we no, first started You're right, they were. There. They were 75 cents uh-huh. when we first started drinking there. And then they went up to a dollar. And then I got all pissed off when, like, eight years later, they charged a dollar fifty. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is out of control. I what didn't is realize that I was dining <laughs> with the queen. <laughs> I'm sorry, am I in Los Angeles having a fancy cocktail uh replay 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 anyway if you the audience member have uh some replay memories you'd like to to give us uh hashtag deuce replay memories mm-hmm. although you would never want to take a deuce in the replay i never have I'm, i i would that would be the worst situation i could imagine being in having to take a shit in the replay that just would no. I would go anywhere. I would I would go out in the alley. I think it would be safer in the alley. Yeah, no. Uh, certainly wouldn't smell as bad. No. Anyway, that's something for you to think about. I want to move on to for I, those of you who are not familiar with the replay bathroom. For a long time, one of the walls had just collapsed from rot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, was, just... and was just bare, open <laughs> to. To eat, honestly, just kind of a jagged hole, if I remember right. There, there is, uh, there is, is uh, urine from the eighties still on the floor in in the replay lounge. Actually, uh, early nineties. Um, it was a little unfair to say the eighties because I don't think they were open then. But uh, I don't think it's actually been physically cleaned uh, at any time. That's probably not true, but it's certainly whatever cleaner they're using. It's just more urine on the urine. Yeah, um, that's probably it's just fair it's, it's, it's just smoothing it around. It's creating it in, into a. At first, it just it just coated everything, and now it's just polishing. They want a patina. Mm-hmm. They want a a, a a a scummy patina on the floor mm-hmm. to really capture the flavor and essence of the replay lounge. Um, I want to. I, I, I didn't mention this when we were talking earlier, but uh, this is important. We have some bad town news, and that is that the wishing bench. Yeah, uh, got burned down yeah. uh, last night, uh, and and also there's art box at night in Pennsylvania. I wonder when too, because I, gr- I drove past it at like two thirty in the morning. I want to say, and I don't. It, nothing else. I didn't see a fire, and I didn't see people like doing huh. stuff. Weird. So. It yeah, must have happened after that, or it had happened before that and burned down and nobody had noticed. Are you are you like one of those creepy late night wishers? You just no, I, we, we were just uh, we were hanging out over at John and Sam's house, mm. and then so mm. I took that route back home. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You weren't like no, uh, no. I don't, I don't have, I don't drive by the wishing bench, yeah. wishing that it could come home with me and and be my bride. I don't do that. No, I, I didn't really accuse you of that. And the fact that your mind went there is a little... I have some questions now that I maybe didn't have before. Um, what kind of questions? Well, like, why did your mind go immediately to, am I asking you if you want to fuck the wishing bench? I didn't say fuck. Okay, go home with the wishing <laughs> bench and have a glorious conversation. I mean, it's a bench. You're telling me you're not going to try to have sex with it? 
I feel like it's weird where you're like, it's a bench, implying that how could I not have sex with it? Look, why, why do you, why, why are you so horny for benches? All I'm of just, a sudden? I'm but just saying, this is a special bench. It sounds like you'll, you'll fuck just any common okay, street. Bench. Okay, first of all, we're taking what's really important about this tragic situation. Mm-hmm. And making light of it, and I hope they find it's true. It's it. true. I don't want to do that at all because it, it's fucked up. It's a weird. It's a. It's a weird thing to do. It's a weird stance to take. It's a weird it's a, stance to take. You know, somebody mentioned because uh, I, I posted about it. Somebody mentioned maybe it was an artist trying to do like a Burning Man thing. You know, like maybe destroying it in order to to sanctify it. And, and I'm like, yeah. well, that seems like the kind it's of a excuse weird thing to do. I'd give if I did an arson. You yeah, know, I'd be like, oh, I'm sanctifying the, the sanctifying. I'm not the, saying the there isn't something like there, but it's also a shitty thing to do because a bunch of people like if they were your own thing and you were burning it and rebuilding it. Yeah, but it's not. I feel like that's a kind of a community built yeah. thing. And so it would be shitty for one person to decide to do that with it. I, I feel very, I feel very territorial about it. I feel like to be fair, like, this town has a long history of stuff getting burnt down. Like for various I, I reasons. personally have never been drawn to the wishing bench. I don't, yeah. I, you know, I, I understand what it is. I understand what it does. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not a thing that for me personally is incredibly meaningful. But in no. the same way, like like Dennis, I, I've had a couple of bad interactions with Dennis. I, I understand why he's important to the town. Mm-hmm. I'm not the hugest fan of Dennis, and I know that's an unpopular uh, hot take. But uh, I want, but I, I want to take care of him because mm-hmm. he is important to Lawrence and what it means to be Lawrence, and that's how I feel about the wishing bench. It's like I, I don't necessarily like have all the love in the world for it personally, and that it meaningfully affects me. But it makes me very, very disconcerted that somebody would do that to something that's so meaningful to so many people that I care about and so mm-hmm. many people in this town. That's why I want to find them and and bring them to justice. Yes. So if you have any uh, tips, uh, call our tip hotline. Um, I don't want to give up my phone number. Call Mackenzie Clark at the yeah. Lawrence Times. Yeah, contact tell, the Lawrence Times. Tell her. They'll do the right thing with anything yeah, you tell them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, re- remember, there, there are literally wishes up in smoke in that. And some of them are children's wishes. And some yeah, yeah, are, it was like a thing for the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, it's, that's why it's like. It's a weird target. It almost, it's like, was it just somebody mad and fucked up and just want to destroy something and it was the closest thing? Or was it... Well, what's weird, weird is it like... like you they, have a problem with they, children making wishes? They they went to... I mean, they obviously, like, it was gutted. Is it some, like, like, is it some like Goonies shit where, the, where, the, where fucking Corey Feldman's mad because his wish didn't come true and so he wants to lash out at people? Is that what's going on? Like, I'm just trying to think about even the reasoning. I think it's a high probability that it was about Corey Feldman. Yeah, is he still alive? Yeah, he's on tour. He's at the record bar. Like every now and then, I feel like he's he's one of those ones where every now and then I'm like, is he? Yeah, Yeah. he is. Just you know, you just have yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, that's right because yeah, he's doing doing the music a lot. He is. He is. He is an artiste now. Um, We segged really nicely from the tragic wishing bench news into another point. Uh, and I'm sorry, I, I feel like I'm, I'm I'm dragging this episode along. So if you have anything to throw in here, please don't don't feel like I'm trying to railroad you or you know push you in a corner. But because um, that would be awkward, uh, especially since it's just the two of us recording. Uh, but anyway, the Seven Day Five Collective. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say when you were like, "Is there anything?" One of the things I was just about to say was that. Going right along with, yeah, if you know anything about the bench, or honestly, if you know anything about anything, 
in town that feels like it needs to be reported to more people at large or like at least reported to the proper people and contact the times they're good people doing good work and they will make sure if you don't want to be known they'll make sure you're not known i'm sure yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 no, Mackenzie's doing a nice job, but she also has put together the yes. 7 Day 5 Collective of podcasts, local podcasts, there are yeah. about five local podcasts on there now, so if you want, if you are a Lawrence listener, or you're from Lawrence originally, and you want to hear more Lawrence-based material, um, go to the Lawrence Times and uh, look for 7 Day 5 Collective. I don't have the the specific link directly to it right now, but no, if you, but Google, you can you can certainly find it. I'll uh, I'll add it to I'll make sure to share it to the uh, to the Double Deuce Facebook yeah. and Twitter so that you can find it. Uh, but yeah, it's also findable on the site. I've looked at it. It's it looks it looks lovely. Yeah, if you want more Lawrence content, that's that's your spot. They got uh, Lawrence Fork in Kansas is all about Lawrence restaurants. That's a, that seems like a fun one. Uh, Lawrence Talks, which is um, Conversations with Laurentians, which is a cool project. Uh, I'm excited to, to buy the company. I think there's some great folks in there doing some cool podcasting things. And as we all know, podcasts are the new blogs. So get in there. And um, if you've got one, if you've got a podcast and you're listening, mm-hmm. uh, then let us know. Uh, yeah. Hashtag DD podcast. And also uh, look up the 785 Collective. If you're Lawrence Space, you can get on there. And all of that was brought to you by our sponsor, Applebee's. Yeah. Um, Applebee's. God, I was just thinking about them the other day. Somebody was talking about them, and it was about it was something about like not wanting to go across town to go to Applebee's, and I was like, that sounds about right. Applebee's is a proximity catch. Like that's a if you you need you need to be close to an Applebee's. So like if you're if you're in your home and you're hungry, go outside, look around. Do you see an Applebee's? If you don't, start walking in one direction. And then, like, is there an Applebee's there after a while? Like, cross a couple streets. If no, like, you know, hang a left or a right. Your choice. Dealer's choice. And then, like, walk a little ways. And then, like, whatever way you turned, like, turn it again after a while. And keep looking until, like, you've gone in a circle. If you haven't found an Applebee's, you can go home or go wherever at that point. But, like, make the effort. Like, is Applebee's right next to you and you just don't even know? Like, figure it out. And if so, hey, we're right here. Applebee's. But if not, I mean, you know, I'm not going to fucking... I'm going to tell you how to live your life. I'm not going to tell you you need to drive in a car. But if you want to drive in a car to an Applebee's, like, you can you can extend your search grid with a car, I'm saying. You can maybe get some friends, like, maybe canvas the area for an Applebee's. Like, if you got some other friends in the neighborhood with you, so it's, like, also their, their local Applebee's. Just like support your local Applebee's, but you know, within reason. You don't gotta fucking you don't gotta drive far. Applebee's, you don't gotta drive far. Wow. And and you criticize me for blowing a minute on Hey, they asked me to do this. Uh, they haven't. <laughs> That's the thing. They haven't paid us a dime. We keep hoping that they will recognize that we're we're making them sound bad, which is our, our plan, Applebee's. You could write this copy, and look how much copy you would get. 
Mm-hmm. You never get that much copy anymore. You usually get 15, 30 seconds. We're, we're offering, I think that was about four and a half minutes. No, that was like a minute. Okay, well, it felt long. It was two jock jams. It was It was definitely <laughs> two jock jams worth. Uh, so get in there. We start measuring, get measuring in there. things in jock jams. We need to talk about Loki, because we didn't talk <laughs> about it, and then we said, we'll talk about it at the live show, and we didn't talk about it at the live okay, show. Okay, okay. Well, uh, and I don't want to be thrice proved a liar. I, I don't want you to be thrice proved a liar because that sounds painful and like it, it might split or tear a muscle or something. Mm-hmm. So, Loki, uh, did you like it? I loved it. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, we've had that conversation. We can move on. No, what, what did you what did you like and or love about it? I, I just I, I liked the vibe. I liked the uh, I liked the kind of mystery of it. I thought that was fun. I liked uh, I liked the the feel kind of, I thought, mirrored nicely to, like, the Taika Waititi, Thor Ragnarok. It kind of had a similar, just, like, I don't know, air about it. It felt it felt like a companion piece in a way to that, and so I appreciated that. But a little, a little bit more, like, a different kind of a sci-fi where that's a little bit more, like, heavy metal, like, uh, sorcery sci-fi that this was a little... A little more like you know weird space agency. Yeah, uh, uh, I liked them getting Kang in because I was expecting like especially once they were talking about Kang and just from back in Endgame, I'm like they're going to Kang next. They're traveling through time. It's Kang. I liked seeing them like bust him out in this as opposed to waiting for the movies that we know are going to start fucking around with the multiverse and and all that and, and getting it. So like I liked having him in there. I liked the way that they were able to. Because you had had a redemptive arc for Loki, the character who then died, and so now we have an offshoot of Loki. I like how they were able to work a different but kind of uh, similar redemptive arc for him within there, so that the the Loki now at the end of that series is not so far is different, but not so far removed from the one that died in a way. So you can mm-hmm. play, but is also maybe hasn't had that moment with his family yet, and so. But also, I, I appreciate the idea because there's a long like Marvel thing. This idea that uh, that Loki is the one who like creates the Avengers because like original Avengers in the comics were like there to stop Loki, and occasionally like they if they are like more separated or shit's going on, they kind of get back together or get focused because Loki's up to shit. Even sometimes. Loki's doing a bad thing to get their attention to be like, okay, cool. Over there is a huge, terrible thing that's coming. You need to do something about it. And so they're like, oh, thanks. And so I feel like you are now in a position where he's the only one who knows that Kang is uh, conquering the timeline again. And so I feel like, and the Avengers are kind of scattered. So I feel like you are now in a position to have Loki bring the Avengers back together and, and do that old chestnut. I feel like they're doing a lot of nice Furniture moving in these shows, but I feel like they're also making enjoyable shows to watch at the same time. And I appreciate they're able to now you can set uh, set more shit in motion for a movie so it doesn't have to spend the first act then creating the situation. You can just like pick up the threads that are out there and run with them. I feel like that is a I like what they're doing. As someone who is less familiar with the whole uh, the genre and the story arcs, because um, I didn't read the comic books, 
I, I found the relationship between Owen Wilson and, and, and Loki's character to be really the, the linchpin of the, the writing mm-hmm. that made the whole vessel kind of kind of work. Where it, it, like Because at first I was like, I don't know what this is supposed to be it's doing. It's interesting because there's the two of them are like a central point, and then each of them has a branch where yeah. there's the, the Sylvie for him and for for uh, for Owen Wilson. It's can't remember her name off the top of my head. But, His boss, yeah, 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 yeah. But she's a character in the book. She is. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who doesn't want to know things. But she's yeah. a she's a person. So I, I feel like they didn't get into yet. So I'm interested to see what they do. I, I would just there. say that 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 as someone who wasn't familiar with King the Conqueror, wasn't familiar with that story arc, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed finding out what happened with it. I absolutely agree with you about it. That it felt a little more like Thor Ragnarok. It had a good good sense of humor and a lightness that was maybe missing a little bit from Falcon and Winter Soldier sometimes, but mm-hmm. it was also, but that did a, some great things in a, in a slightly different way. So it was, you know, I, I love the way that they're able to uh, wrap these things together so that it all makes enough sense that mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I can go with this. Uh, and and then at the same time, have each one be kind of like stylistically a, a little bit of a different vibe. Mm-hmm. Um and like it's the I thing they do with the movies a lot, the, especially the individual movies a lot, where they will fuck around with genre within genre. And I feel like they're leaning hard into that with the shows. <laughs> if, it, if it was an entirely standalone piece, I, I think people might be confused. So if I, you, would, I would say I wouldn't start with this one. No, <laughs> if, you have, if you have no, it would be a weird like entry point into the universe in a way, just because it's referencing other stuff. I mean, you you get to see some of it because uh, he, you know, he watches what he, what happens after he takes the thing to when he dies. So you get like a little bit of filler, but at the same time, if you don't have any connection, it would probably be weird. Cause it is, it feels like it is a, like we are moving things towards a new point. I do like that. That one's already been announced to have a second season. Cause the other ones, you know, they haven't necessarily, cause those also don't, those felt much more like we're taking this thing to this thing. So yeah. I feel like this, this started that, but I feel like you can still do more now with the story they started within that moving forward. All right, we're way, we're way yeah. over time. I just, we Loki. We finally yes. Loki. That's your Loki, people. Yeah. Sorry, da, da, sorry. Are you all ready sorry. for this? Da, 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 Y'all ready for this? I think my favorite part of the of the jock jams is sometimes you're you're struggling for breath <laughs> while trying to do the jock jams. Well, it's sort of real high register. So, <laughs> I know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I think I think just because of the nature of the jock jam, like the more the more struggle for breath control while trying to do it, it makes it funnier. There you me, go. To me personally, T, does it make it funnier to you? Oh, I don't know. It depends. No, on how funny. pointing at the microphone. Oh. Sorry, not you. The microphone's in between us. I can yeah, see where you would be. Yeah, no, it looks. You, but I was trying to point that at the listener. Right. I should have been more like, is, is it funny to you? you I should have turned to the window where the listeners live outside of outside of the window. I wouldn't have known what that was at all. Yeah. No. But they would have out there. They would have seen me pointing. One of them would have at least, and then they would have spread the word. They're not. They can't see this. You know that, right? I mean, you don't know that. There's a real clear, like, look at the top of the hospital. There could be somebody up there with the telescope right now watching us. You don't know. You don't know. Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. 
you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.